Hi, welcome back to Your Spiritual Astrologer. I'm Maxine Luthia, your host. And in this podcast, I share with you how to learn astrology in a more empowering and soul-centered way. And in today's episode, you're going to learn all about your rising sign in your birth chart, looking to your own and others close to you to really see how to understand your rising sign in a, in a more soul-centered way. I feel like oftentimes your rising sign can be seen as just a, a very superficial mask in a sense of a front that you put up or something that feels disingenuine. And it's really not. It's a part of yourself that when you approach it in a holistic way, when you really work at embodying it in a way that feels authentic to you, it it can bring you so much fulfillment, so much confidence. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. And this is the third part of a three episode series about your sun, moon rising. So if you wanted to go back and, you know, listen to them in order sequentially, if you haven't, feel free to, or you can circle back to that to later if you want to go back to your sun and moon after. But I will be talking today about what, first of all, your rising sign actually is, the different aspects to that, giving you a look at that, how you can work with that more. And then I'm going to answer some of your questions you wrote in that speak to your rising sign, but also your sun and moon. So working at teasing those apart so you can bring them together ultimately. And then lastly, I'll walk you through what does your rising sign mean by element. So you'll want to look to see what is your rising sign by the exact zodiac sign as well. But just to give you an intro to start seeing these four different groups of do you have a fire rising, air rising, earth rising, or water rising? And how does that show up for you? How is that an essential part of why you're here and how you can make the most of this beautiful lifetime you're given? Okay, so with that said, I want to say at the start as well, if you are interested in learning more with me inside of Spiritual Astrology School, doors are open for the fall semester and we start September 1st, so just around the corner. And I know so many of you have already signed up, so I'm just massively, massively grateful and excited, so excited for all our lives and Just seeing all of your transformation and all you're going to learn in this program. Um, If you really want to learn how to read astrology charts, whether for yourself, for friends, professionally, if you want to do so from a spiritual perspective, a heart-centered way of reading charts, it's such a beautiful program. So definitely check out the link below, read the testimonials from past graduates so you can get a feel for what you're actually getting, what you're, what you're going to feel in, in a few months on the other side of this. But it's an amazing program. I'm super proud of it. So if you have any questions, you want to make sure it's a good fit for you, feel free to reach out. But um, yeah, I'm so, so excited to share it with you. All right. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode. Again, I'm going to be talking all about what does your rising sign mean. So what does your rising sign actually mean for you in your birth chart and how can you start working with it in a more authentic way? And you know, when we're talking about your rising sign, first of all, it's based on your ascendant. So if you haven't heard of this, if you're looking at your birth chart in the center left, you'll notice the letters AC. That stands for ascendant. Okay, sometimes it's A-S-C, but 
that is this very sensitive point in your birth chart that's actually pointing out the eastern horizon, the exact point where that was, okay, when you took your first breath of life. So when you're looking at what is your rising sign, that is the zodiac sign that was actually rising on the eastern horizon when you took that first breath of life, when the sky met the earth, when you became fully incarnate here. So that is your rising sign. And of course, you can imagine just how significant that is, especially from a soul-centered perspective. Um, I'm going to stop myself there because there's a lot I could add, but your rising sign then is really this essential part of navigating your journey through life and your path to fulfillment. So if you're taking notes, just a super simple way of thinking about it, of starting out, is your rising sign is how you see the world and how the world sees you. It goes both ways. It's kind of like a lens where, yes, you are multifaceted, you are complex, you are you have so much that makes you you in your birth chart and that's reflected there, but when you first meet someone, there are certain qualities that come out. There are certain parts of ourselves that we want to share with the world more, that feel more significant for getting us where we need to go in our life's journey or things you might naturally just kind of, you know, that come up when you first interact with the world, right? And that in an authentic way is your rising sign. So those traits of your rising sign can really shine through in a big way when you are interacting with people. And so in that sense, your rising sign is shining a light on what is it that you have to embody, what zodiac sign, to make sure that you are being met with correct experiences and people and things and what approach to life and attitude and all of that that will get you where you want to go. Okay, so your rising sign it does speak to, yes, your first impression and how others see you. It's even connected to, you know, through the incarnation, as I mentioned, it's connected to your body, your physical appearance, your health. It can be so wildly accurate in that way. So it's just really cool how astrology works. But that, it represents all of that. But also at a deeper level, it's showing you how do you put your best foot forward, essentially? How can you make sure that the world is seeing you in a way that is in alignment with who you chose to show up as in this lifetime and what you're working toward? So that speaks a lot to your rising sign as well. So it does go a lot deeper than just something physical. Um, you know, Elle actually asked a really great question. She said, can you talk about your rising sign being an authentic part of you? Mask feels wrong to me. So if you didn't know, oftentimes people refer to your rising sign as your quote unquote mask that you wear. And that is where, you know, yes, it's your first impression, of course, but Mask can kind of feel a bit phony where it's not showing your true self. I, and I get where the metaphor of mask is coming from because ideally your rising sign is this filter really or this lens, but it's, it's trying to say that there's more underneath you than just what people first see, right? There's more than just your physical appearance. There's more than your first impression, right? But at the end of the day, your mask doesn't get to that idea I shared earlier of really it's speaking to these qualities that you need to express to the world to get where you need to go. If you're not expressing those, you might get lost in your navigation to your purpose. So 
in that way, you know, your rising sign is so much more authentic than some mask. Okay. So that's why I don't really love that word either for your rising sign. And yeah, so that's a little bit on your rising sign. I want to actually jump into the questions because I have more questions <laughs> that you asked about your rising sign. There's so many good ones here that I think will really clear up some of the gaps that we have, some lingering questions you might be asking yourself. So the first question is from Claudia and she writes, why do I not resonate with my rising sign as much? So there could be three reasons. So number one, maybe you don't have the most accurate birth time. So if you really don't resonate with it, I would check there first. And I've even had people who, one person I remember, they said they thought they were born, I won't give their exact birth time, but like imagine 9 a.m. and they were actually born at 9 p.m. So checking things like that, double checking is so important. And um, yeah, it's very time sensitive. So making sure you even get the minute right if you can. And then number two, you might check to see, do you have any planets in your first house? Because any planets there can really change the meaning of your rising sign. So if you don't identify with being a Sagittarius rising and being very glass half full, um, maybe you have Pluto there, which really makes it so you have to look at your fear in the eye and you're much more intense, right? So again, very important to look to see what planets might you have in the first house. And then number three, what is the meaning of that sign really? So oftentimes, let's say you're a Virgo rising and I'll get Virgo rising saying they don't identify with that part, but because they're not orderly or organized and Virgo risings, I noticed, you know, they're very, they, you might be detail oriented or it might be that in order to reach what you're here to, to create in this lifetime, to, to fulfill, you need to develop that a bit more, not always being orderly, but maybe allowing yourself to be very self-disciplined in some way or self-improvement factors big into your life's path. So again, kind of playing with what are the other meanings that maybe you've overlooked or not heard about yet. All right, so next question. So May writes in, do you think the rising sign affects your looks? Yes. So the rising sign affects your body, um, your physical appearance. It speaks to all of that. And so whatever your rising sign is, there are certain traits and qualities, but also even body parts specifically associated with that. So looking to that, you can definitely see how if you look at someone in their first impression, there are certain things that just stand out to you in a person, even in just their facial features. And that can speak to what that zodiac sign on their rising represents. So like a Capricorn rising, as an example, you might notice they have a really nice bone structure or good something about it, like their teeth might stand out to you or something like that. But what I think is really more interesting is the energetic part personally. Like for example, if you meet a Cancer rising, if someone's really embodying the best of that energy, you feel their sense of just wanting to make you feel at ease or they feel very familiar in some way. I get a lot of people at Cancer Rising saying people just come up to them on the street um, or if you have your, yeah, there's other things I can get into there, but it's wild how literal this can manifest on a first impression even. So that's my answer there. And the final question, Lorraine wrote in and asked, how do we make the sun, moon, and rising collaborate together? Is being able to do so helpful on your path of destiny? 
And yes, it is helpful because as I shared, again, you want to make sure all of them are kind of on the same page. They're headed in the same direction. So it's important that you see your sun, moon, and rising. They're all these parts of yourself. Again, they might not always be equal throughout your life, but they all have to be in harmony. And the more they are, that does help you to make sure you're not kind of paddling upstream, okay? And your sun, moon, and rising Sometimes they might seem like they contradict one another at times, like Lorraine shared her sun, moon, rising. We have an Aquarius sun, Cancer moon, and Libra rising. So the moon in Cancer is very strong. It's very emotional. It's very deeply feeling and nurturing. And then coupled with an Aquarius sun where, okay, she has this instinct for nurturing others, for being very deeply feeling. But then the Aquarius sun is learning how to grow and develop into being more detached, more having that perspective on others that's more objective, wanting to create something that's new and hasn't been done before and doing things differently. So there's those two sides of herself that might be at first seemingly a little bit different, but that can be where her genius is, is that she's learning how to harness that emotional intelligence in a way that's more objective. And then with her Libra rising, using that in a way that maybe she helps to create harmony for others. Maybe she's able to very literally be a couples therapist, or she's able to on the job mediate conflict very easily, you know, things like that. So I just want you to kind of begin to see see and explore what are the parts of your chart that seem to conflict one another because that can also be a great gift that you have the more awareness you build there and seeing how to actually piece it together in a way that they all get to express themselves all right and this is again I keep mentioning spiritual astrology school just because I'm so jazzed for the fall semester (laughs) to start Um, but this is something we talk a lot about especially in the lives for spiritual astrology school. So, so excited to share more about that. And yeah, so let's now get into looking at your rising sign by the element now. So if you have your rising sign in a fire sign, that's Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, and it's very focused on being, you know, the way that you first come across to others is a bit more high energy or enthusiastic or a bit more direct. So oftentimes it's kind of like you just notice their energy really obviously. And sometimes these people come off as a bit more, they put themselves out there more or feel more like bold in that sense or direct. But it can also just be that these people kind of they inspire you in some way or there's something about their energy that you pick up on. And um, oftentimes for these people, like they need to really have projects or something to do to make sure that they're on track with their purpose. And then for air sign rising, so Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, this is really focused on being more ideas oriented in the way that you approach the world. So it's so important to master your thoughts, your attitudes about things. And it might be that in some way, being social might come a bit easier to you, at least like that first impression, that's what people pick up on. Or communication in some sense factors really big into what you end up doing or learning. And also too, it's really interesting with air sign risings because similar to the fire signs they tend to be 
appear to be a bit more extroverted, even if they're not. (laughs) So um, as a Gemini rising, I definitely relate to that, where I love to talk, I love to share, but also I love my downtime. I love just, you know, doing my thing. So it's interesting, again, how the rising sign can really show you this first impression or something that does feel a part of their purpose, but also it's not the whole picture, right? There's more, of course, to them. And then for the earth sign risings, we have Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, and they tend to feel a bit more reserved. And that's not to say that they're not also, you know, this isn't like, oh, you're an extrovert or an introvert. It's how someone first appears to someone where they might kind of want to read the room a bit more and feel like they can warm up to things before they open up. And they might be more, the way they approach things might be more practical in a sense or more cautious. And they can tend to really uh, appear to someone as maybe even more grounded, more down to earth. And then the water sign risings, this is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces risings. It's similar in that it might be again, taking a bit of time to warm up or really to feel like they're fully coming out of their shell. But oftentimes how they approach things is with their feelings. Like they dive in feelings first. And so it's really interesting because they have such a unique kind of subjective view as we all do, you know, but they're very connected to their inner experience, even as they're experiencing the outside world, if that makes sense. So being very focused on their inner emotional world and their depths, even as they're interacting with others. And so they can really have a good feel for what people aren't saying, what's going on, what's going on beneath the surface, like very intuitive feeling things out that way. All right, so I'm going to pause there, but there's so much more you can dig into here. And again, this is how this person might come across when you first meet them, but it goes deeper than that and also shows, well, that is how they stay on track to their purpose and how they can correctly enter into experiences that are correct for them and so on and so forth. So Hopefully that gives you a good idea of what your rising sign can signify for you. And again, using this to see when you layer this with your sun and moon, your inner being, and then you have your rising sign that really acts as this filter, this lens through which you see the world and interact with life. I mean, you need a rising sign because of course you are... This is the last thing I'll say to it, but of course you are this multidimensional being, right? Or this multifaceted being, but at a certain point, like what is the first thing that comes out of your mouth when you meet someone? (laughs) Like what is, how can you put your best foot forward? Because at a certain point you have to start getting to know someone and that's through your rising sign. If you just dive into something moon first, (laughs) for example, that might lead to things that aren't actually correct for you. So always leading with your rising sign is a really great way to make sure that you are on your own sacred path rather than trying to jump ahead too quickly even as you enter into like relationships or other things in your life just always keeping in mind that your rising sign is meant to be that guide um and it's not meant to be some superficial mask but rather a way that you can filter through what is and is not correct for you in this life experience so 
I, again, I could talk so much about all of this, but I will leave it at that. I hope it was helpful for you. And if it was, I would love to know. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, or if you want to give it a five-star review, I would be so grateful. And of course, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And again, if you want to join Spiritual Astrology School, I'd love to have you. We're going to start September 1st, so make sure you're signed up before doors closed. And um, I'll leave the link in the description to check that out. But any questions, just reach out to me on Instagram. And yeah, that's all I have for you today. So thanks so much again for learning astrology with me. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.